For real this time. We already fucked up the recording there once. <laughs> but we, I, here's the thing. I waited until six minutes instead of you know the, what we did? the we, full hour. We Volkanovskied it, you know? Yeah. We fucked it. We've, we dropped the bag. We dropped the ball, fumbled the bag. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the free episode of the week. Sanctioned by a podcast for men. And now introducing your host, speaking out of the blue corner, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu white belt. (laughs) And now introducing his co-host, speaking out of the red corner, a guy who's done Muay Thai for roughly four to five weeks. You've been in a fight though. I've been in fights. How many fights have you won? What's your what's oh, your I don't know your win loss ratio here? I I'm being honest. The fights that I've been in when I was younger, there was this sounds like bullshit, but there was no real winner. People got punched, and it, that was kind of yeah. That's kind of how it is with young people. Fights. Yeah, I feel like unless someone gets knocked the fuck out, like in a in a real real life situation, there's no like any there's no one to sanction to like that person. Won. It's just like well, now we're both hurt. <laughs> Do you ever watch, like, street fights on, like, Reddit or YouTube? I, I, I don't like that shit. I love that. Yeah. It's I know that I shouldn't because it feels unhealthy because I get angry while I'm watching them. I'm just like, yeah! Yeah, I don't like I'm getting it. so turned up watching people just get the most brutal beatings ever. Like, people getting kicked in the head. Like, I watched... Um... That world star shit is not for me. <laughs> nah, dude, I, I can't get enough world star shit. Like, I saw one today that was like a school fight in like a cafeteria or something. And it's like, it's not even a fight. One kid gets tackled, his head hits the floor, and it's like that tile hard floor. And then the kid on top of him is just like beating the fuck out of him. And then like, he gets How up... How old are they, you reckon? They're like teenagers, so they'll be like year 10 or year 11 or something. And the kid on the floor is like his arm is up and it's not it's not going anywhere. He's just like got his arm up in the air, he's like pointing at the ceiling, and the the kid who was on top of him stands up and is like, Don't call my mom a hoe. <laughs> and then the teacher gets in and it's like, he's having a seizure, call an ambulance. So that's that's the kind of entertainment I watch. Yeah, I don't like that shit. And I was thinking today. I don't even, I think the reason, there's a few reasons why I prefer either women's or the lighter male categories for UFC or for Muay Thai. Mm. I don't even really like knockouts, to be honest. No? I don't like watching someone get knocked the fuck out. That's some beta shit, bro. I, I appreciate fighting and I don't mind seeing people get hurt consensually, but when someone, <clears throat> well, there you go, have that. Yeah, um, put that in there. <laughs> We love that. Yeah, when um, yeah, when when someone gets knocked out, I'm always like, Ugh, that's, I don't like that. This season of it's an older season, so I won't go on about it. But the season of the Ultimate Fighter, I'm watching, someone wins their fight, but has like concussion symptoms for like days after. Like he's wearing sunglasses inside because he can't handle light, and like he can't remember basic things. And it's like you just. It's just part of the show. You're just seeing a guy that is, after winning the fight, concussed. Yeah. I mean, I don't like seeing the after effects of a concussion <laughs> or of people getting their head kicked in. But, like, seeing people get beaten up, I don't know what it is. There's something cathartic about it. And I know it's unhealthy because that, I don't have good feelings. I ju- it's like 
I'm gonna watch this specifically to get angry. Get, yeah, get pumped. It's yeah, like I want to get Slayer. <laughs> yeah, like I often watch them before I go for a workout or before I go to jujitsu. It's like, look, I need to avoid this situation. So I'm gonna see what would happen in a street fight so that I can go and like lift weights and feel good about myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean the the thing that I like about the Ultimate Fighter as a show is that it's got all the trappings of a reality TV. So like the talking heads and they're in a house kind of like Big Brother. And, but, you know, the challenges are literally just fights. And if there's someone that throughout the season, you know, is talking a lot of shit or you just you don't like you don't like their character in the reality TV kind of portion of it. And you're like, man, I really want someone to punch this motherfucker in the face. Thankfully, someone does. And it's 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 cathartic. Like, I watched one the other night where someone who I really wanted to lose lost. And I was like, yes. Um, that's so, the great thing. So I, about- I, get, I get the catharsis aspect of it. I mean, that's why beyond the reality show, UFC itself is a bit of a reality show. You've got people that, you know... I mean, it's a show based on or based in reality. Well, I just mean like the the most prominent fighters are like Conor McGregor that have a character, you know, they they have a persona where people either really love or really hate to see them win or lose. Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's just how sport works in general, right? Like that's how you get these like superstars. It's, e, I mean, it's like, talent, but it's also like pers- personality. Yeah, I think the people that we know of the most are the ones that either excel really, really, really well. All the ones that are very good, but also have a lot of personality to them. So, like, um, so like Mike Tyson didn't really have a lot of personality. I would say he was just like scary, but also really good. Like, he wasn't a show. He didn't showboat. Uh, like later on in his career, when he was like really, really big, he would, you know, like there was that's that like epic moment of him, uh, like swearing at that one dude, saying that he was gonna fuck him. Um, that's a great clip as well. Let's pull that up. But so you were saying you felt like Volk was showboating too much, and I forget uh, we're talking about the the latest UFC uh, Volkanovski versus Markachev. I'm, I'm not sure if I introduced that on this second take of this episode. No, we were leading into it. All right. Let's... Well, well, yeah. So you you were saying that he showboats too much. Yeah. So he was like so. I think he did well. He did better than I think I was expecting him to do. Like I, think I wanted he did him better than most people expected. I wanted him to win, yeah. but I was also He's the Australian mate. Yeah, I was very cognizant of the fact that uh, Makachev is like he's. Uh, I think you said like Joe Rogan. He, uh, he's like a bad motherfucker. I mean, he's built different, and the way <laughs> like, he is, the way he ran through that division. And then just ran through one of my favorite fighters, Charles Oliveira. Yeah, I saw that. That was that a, was crazy who as well. Is the record holder for most submission wins in UFC history, and Markachev submitted him with just like relative ease, basically. Yeah. What was the the specific like hold that he did? Because it looked pretty simple. I think it was the arm triangle where the arm is like caught under it. As yeah, well. that, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was that. I've had that done to me. It's not fun. Yeah, he... Um, Point he, of that one is basically just put your head in a really, really uncomfortable position. It's not even like a choke. Yeah. It's like just leverage on your head. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Volk did better than I think a lot of people thought. Um, 
but you, I, I didn't feel like he was showboating that much. There was he that was uh, like he's smiling at the camera. There was a few times where he's on the ground and Markachev is like on his back or whatever, and instead of doing anything, he's like looking around, smiling. Like, like he's he's staring, he's looking at the crowd or he's looking at the camera, smiling or whatever. And then there was the bit like I get that there's not a lot that you can do when you're up against the the fence and i like, think that's more i mean it's appealing to the crowd but it's also appealing to the judges because if you if you seem unbothered it makes what uh the other guy is doing in the eyes of everyone watching it not that serious i can see it from that perspective i can also see like so the bit where he was uh i forgot what round it was but he's like up against the fence and he's just like punching him from but i think that, that was may the have end been of, that was the end of round four and that was we needed more of that because even when he was in the lock, he was he was getting pissed off. He wasn't having fun anymore. He was getting pissed. He was punching him as, as well as he could in that position. Yeah, and like, what, you mean Volk or? Yeah. Yeah, so like he's, he was like yelling at him and punching him and stuff. And I think that's like, when you're in that position and you're trying to submit a guy and you're tired, like that's demoralizing because it seems like it's nothing. And where was I just? So wanna... That's good. That's good mind games. I think he was he was decent at doing mind games, but I don't. Th- Here's the thing, on on that, I don't think that Volk does himself any favors by getting hit really hard in the head and then being like, "Yeah, you hit me really hard in the I head." I was gonna say I actually kind of appreciate that because a lot of fighters do the thing where they get hit or kicked or whatever, and they're like. Like they pretend like it didn't do anything, mm. and I mean all the commentators like Daniel Cormier or like commentators that are fighters, they all say that means that it hurt, right? Like, and then they're just bullshitting. They're just trying to be like, yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, because so if it didn't, if it didn't hurt, you would still be punching. You would just continue. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't like take this moment to kind of perform. So I like the only person who I like that does that is Rod Tang. And I think you've seen his videos where he gets hit and he's like, ah, and he starts hitting himself in the head to just like. That's the Muay Thai guy, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, that dude's He's a fucking, fucking serious, man. Yeah, he's, he's like the Terminator. He's that so shit, serious. I, I think it was him, like a video that you showed me where he's like hitting himself. The guy is like walking away from him as he's yeah. like coming up to him and he's like, come on, it's for a belt. Let's go. Yeah. Hit me harder. Yeah, yeah, he like motions that it's for a belt. Yeah, that shit rocked. So he, but he takes it to another level where it's like, like fucking intense and I believe that the shit didn't really hurt him. But a lot of UFC mm. fighters, it's just like acting. So I kind of appreciate when Volt gets hit and he kind of gives like a respectful nod, like, yep, you got me there, mate. Like, yeah, it's, kind of, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like a sparring match in that way, which I guess, I don't know. I don't know how effective it is as a mind game or it could just be the way that he does the way that he does things. Mm, I don't know if it's a mind game. I think it's just a I think a lot of that thing. I think a lot of that stuff is. I one of my There's a lot of shenanigans in the One of my lecturers one of my lecturers used to do uh used to do MMA and he would talk about how a lot of fighting is just pretending like it's not like you're not hurt or whatever and that is demoralizing because if you're really tired and you're like putting your most into it but the person doesn't seem like they're getting hurt or they're not getting tired then that's demoralizing. Well, that fight, that that classic fight in my in my past that I've told you about, that was like that was my whole thing. Like he, if he would punch me, I would like laugh and I would turn to the crowd of people that were watching us and kind of like do bits. I was like doing stand up. I was like, has anyone seen this guy? Apparently, he wants to hit me, and then he would like punch me. And be like, I don't know where he is. And you didn't get brain damage. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, remains to be seen. But like, 
I yeah, I was just I was just clowning him. I was just like doing stand-up routines. I was laughing. Isn't it going to be funny when you're old and you have Parkinson's and you're like, how come I have Parkinson's? And the doctor's like, well, it uh, looking from the scans, it appears that you've been hit repeatedly in the head and then done and copious like, amounts of drugs and alcohol. And I'll be like, ah. <laughs> This is the specific- yeah. That one was funny though. <laughs> anyway, who are you? This that's not Parkinson's. Yeah, I know. That's Alzheimer's. Too- who are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that bit only worked if we keep the video. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's we're doing. We're just doing clips. That's what the video is for. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so overall, what did you what did you think of the fight? Because it was. I thought it was a great fight. It was a hell of a fight. I think you... it was very competitive. I think by the fourth round, I was texting with someone and I was saying this is going to go to decision. I, don't I know, was. I, I don't know how much of a hot take that is, but that's what I thought. I was sort of like on the fence about how how to feel about it going to decision because I felt like it was going to, but I was. I just. I felt like he didn't have it in him to submit or like fully knock him out. So I was hoping that as a striker, he'd be able to rack up enough strikes in order to win. And he didn't. I don't know what his history is actually of knockouts. I, I think that he's a, yeah, I'd be interested to know that because he is a very technical guy and I think he probably wins a lot on decision by points, but might be worth pulling up his, um, his history. There were just there was three or four times where he hit Markachev so hard that Markachev hit the deck, and I think most of the time like killed none over. By, sorry, none by submission. No, that's his. That's win loss draw. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong. Uh, keep going. Um, yeah, he and so in those moments, right? And this is definitely like uh, the fight equivalent of Monday morning quarterbacking. Um, but he he would rush in and kind of just sprawl over the top of Markachev instead of, I mean, if he didn't feel confident in his ground game, because, you know, you could go in for a guillotine or something like that, but if he didn't feel confident in that, he should have just kept rocking him while he was down. And that happened like three or four times that Volk got these big shots that knocked Markachev to the ground. And then when Volk rushed in, he didn't seem to have an action plan and Markachev was able to recover and usually flip that position and get Volk up against the cage or get him on the ground or just escape in general. And every time it happened, I was like, fuck, man, this, that, those, I mean, and that, that kind of thing, those like near moments can, can happen in fights, but it seemed to be the same near moment that just kept happening. Uh, yeah. So he wins on decision most of the time. So yeah, like, I'm not he's, surprised by that. He's got. Uh, how many fights is this? This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So out of twelve wins here, he's got one, two, three, four. He's only got four uh KOs, KOs. or TKOs. Oh, including TKO. Interesting. Well, it just says KO slash TKO. Oh right. So it could be either or, but it's yeah, punches, punches, that's punches. Pretty different as well. Punches. So not much of a kicker. I was here's the thing because like what was really surprising is that his grappling was a lot better uh, than I've seen it before. And well, is, I mean, if you go in a challenge, fucking Islam Makachev. That's, that's my point. Is like they both they both surprised because like Makachev's um, his striking was a lot better than I was expecting. I was expecting him to just focus on the 
the area where he's the strongest, which is grappling. And I like the first round he grabbed him and had him against the fence and it was like, well, this is over. Well, as one of the commentators pointed out, he didn't beat um, Oliveira by a takedown. He hit him so hard he fell over and then he pounced on him and then went to work. So, like, he's one of those people, and Oliveira is as well, actually, underrated strikers because they're known for their grapple. Right. And they're underrated as, like, they can throw these punches that, because they're so technical, um, can really fuck you up if you're not careful. So, yeah, Markachev, 24-1-0, and we've got decision, submission, TKO, or just KO. Submission, 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 decided, decided, submission. KO, decision, decision. So it's pretty diverse. Yeah. His shit's pretty diverse, and it's usually like two, one, three, what, like, these, like, it's normally early. Um, yeah, they said that. I don't, he definitely had never had a fifth round. I'm sure he may not have had a fourth round either prior to this fight. Definitely hadn't had never seen a fifth round. He'd seen a fi- uh, fourth against Taigo Moses. The hell? It's a hard name to say. You know this guy? Thiago. 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 Well, probably Thiago, actually. Yeah. Anyway, four rounds with this guy. Rear naked choke, which is awesome. Oh, I know. He lost that one. Never mind. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, I know. Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, What have we got? Where did he go? Is that guy Brazilian? Yeah. So he beat him. Yeah, so Islam beat Thiago with a rear naked choke. If he's Brazilian, it's probably Thiago. I don't know. Thiago. Portuguese is weird. Who cares? He's not part of this. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he, he did. He definitely did well than I think everybody was expecting him to do, taking it all the way to the fifth round. But, like, we were saying, like, at the beginning of the fifth round, it's like he has to knock him out. Because, like, they were showing the stats and... Islam was winning on significant strikes. He was winning on all of the stats. Ground control. Yeah, so it's like you either have to knock him out or you have to do like... Takedowns. I don't think Volk got any takedowns. You have to do like the most amount of punching in order to make up your lost points. So if we look at overall... We just needed more of that um, end of round four energy. Yeah, so like... Significant strikes, 70 out of 143. Strike percentage was 48 versus uh, Makachev was 60. Uh, Takedown, 0 of 4. So I guess like... Four attempts, yeah. yeah. Four attempts, (laughs) 0 hit rate. Control, 2 minutes 55 versus 7.35 for the Mm. whole fight. So like, not a great showing overall on the points it was it was a good fight it was it was a good looking fight yeah it was a good to watch fight they'll get a rematch if volk is content to stay in that uh weight division which he probably is he used to be a 200 and something pound rugby player so Mm. he can definitely i think it's harder to like put on weight for a fight than it is to cut because like you can be a heavier guy and slim down and still be very strong but if you're trying to put up if you're gonna try to go up a weight category yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't hard to go up, but just like he has in his life been so much bigger than mm. like 155 or whatever. I forget what the category is. Um, 155? I don't know. Um, yeah, if he's content to stay there, uh, it's 
very likely that with how big that was and the fact that it went to decision and people are obviously arguing about it online, that it should have been Volcourt. I mean, I don't know how people are saying that it should have been him. A lot of it's cope. A lot, yeah, of, of, a lot of it is cope. Like the crowd was disgusting at the end. For every yeah, for so ev- look, my fellow Australians, my fellow Perth Australians, look, walk out an intro, you can boo. Yeah, I think you know it's not great sportsmanship, but it's no, it's fun. Yeah, boo them when they come out. I don't think, but that, if yeah. they fucking win, they win, man. They and they should win your respect. Like Islam fucking won. There's no two ways around it. And, yeah, so for people who haven't seen it, the, our, the crowd was nuts. Like, by the way, I've watched a few fights that are, like, in the home city or home country of one of the fighters, and they're always nuts, right? The crowd's always, like, extra loud. But the Perth crowd is the craziest crowd that I've seen. Maybe there's footage of other ones that exist. because we never get fights here. From the, We're so from, excited. Yeah. Finally. I, mean, I remember like when I used to go to metal shows, like metal bands used to say that like Perth crowds are particularly just fucked up and it's just because we don't get shit here. So mm. when it comes, we're like, we go nuts. Uh, so it's, maybe, inter- it's interesting that like people will come and they'll perform and they'll say Perth is great and then they'll never come back. Sure. <laughs> it's all so far from everything. Good. Stay um, out. Yeah, I agree. Like when they're when they're booing him once he's won, I mean, even Volkanovsky had to say like, come on, give him a round of applause. Yeah, like, man, that shit was incredibly cringe. Like yeah. the entire crowd is booing and then they're chanting bullshit, bullshit. Like, no, nah, man, like, you what, suck. What fight were you watching? Like, yeah, Volk was in it, but what do you think he won on? The strikes, the takedowns, the ground control? Like, what aspect do you think he won on other than being Australian? Like, yeah. He's the people's champion. It's like Rocky. He's going to come back next season and he's going to, like, he's going to be way fitter and he's going to win. Uh, and then in the third movie, the coach is going to die. And then he's going to train with Islam and it's going to be great. It's going to come out super lean and, and beat up Mr. T. Yeah, I... Who's the Mr. T of the of UFC, do you think? I don't know. I would have said... I haven't uh, seen any Rocky movies. I would have seen Ngannou, but he's not in it anymore. Yeah, he's out of here. A different giant black guy. That's that's coming up, though, the um, the fight for the heavyweight title. That'll be cool. That'll be very cool. I was I wanted to to stream my reaction to to this fight. I just couldn't get my fucking laptop to work, but I think I might make a thing of it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and that should be good because I'm I'm not crazy about heavyweights, as I mentioned before. Like I prefer to watch lighter weight classes and women. Uh, I just think that they're better. I just they're better fighters a lot of the time. A like lot, on a technical level. Yeah, a lot of the time the heavyweight guys are just like throwing, you know throwing these big bombs or when there's a takedown, it's so sloppy and then it's just two fat guys like one on top of the other on the ground. Like no one's really fucking doing anything. They're getting gassed real quick. But the heavyweights that are going for this uh, title, from what I've seen, are not those kind of heavyweights. They're nice. technical heavyweights. They are like top-notch my guess, fighters. My guess for why that is is that like regardless of your body weight, the – human brain can only take so much trauma before you get knocked out. So like a smaller person is going to have a harder time just KOing another, another small person. Whereas like two heavyweights, you can just get those one round fights. Cause it's like, you get hit hard enough. You're just going to go down anyway. 
Yeah. Also, like, big dudes don't need to be good at grappling. You just have to lay on the other guy. I know they can, but for me, it's not entertaining to watch. Mm. It's just, yeah, it looks like a man laying on another man. It's, like, not, it's not that interesting. So, what about, was there anything else from, because we watched, or I watched the prelims, I watched the early prelims. I think I only missed the first one because I started at 7 a.m. our time so that it could be live at night time in America. So the, they, I think I came in at like 7.30, so I probably missed the first fight. But I watched the early prelims, the prelims, and the main card. We watched almost all of it. And you joined me sort of partway through that. Um, did anything else sort of stand out? Um Hmm. A lot of Aussies on the main car. Uh, no, the the main prelims rather. There was an Australian in every prelim fight, um, and I think most of them won as well. And yeah, we were just going nuts. Crowd yeah. was going crazy every time an Australian came out. And obviously, Bruce Buffer is doing his job when he's introducing them from Sydney, Australia. And was, ah, that's where we live. So the. The I'm pretty sure didn't an Australian win every fight on the main card? Like uh, so not not the main card, the prelims. Oh, the prelim. So there's the early prelim, prelim, and the main. So I think on the main uh, on the fuck me on the prelims in the middle, every fight had an Australian in it, and right. I think that most of them won. Jimmy. Oh, okay, there are two people named Jimmy. All right, so early prelims. We had we started off with... Oh, these two got cancelled. Uh, Have they got the little flags there so we know where they're from? I'm just going to Google him. Just let me Google him. The oh fight God. for the uh, interim lightweight, which is what... Volk, no, featherweight, sorry. It was a lightweight. Volk was in the lightweight one. But the featherweight, which he's usually in and is currently vacant because he's, you know, beefing up and trying to take on Islam Markachev, um, they had to fight for that, for the interim. And it was um, Yair Rodriguez from Mexico who won that. And that was a great fight as well. I rewatched that today. That was the one where he, like, fucking the, the flying knee right towards the end. That shit was awesome. Against, uh, was it Josh Emmett? And both of them were very much in it, but, like, Rodriguez was just on a on a different level. Right from the, like, the outset, like, big body shot with the kick that, like, hunched him over. Like, you know, that was a very good fight as well. And it'll be interesting when, when and if Volk goes back down to that weight class um, when he goes against Rodriguez. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, I'm interested in when, because apparently Connor's coming back, and he could come back, and it could be like a fucking um, uh, Ronda Rousey situation where one or two losses, leaves for a while, comes back, and they're back, and then just eats shit. So that would be hilarious. I want that. I mean, that's what happened with Rousey, right? She she had that one, had that the fight with Holly Holm, went away. Came back by that time. Amanda Nunes had fucked up everyone in the bantamweight division, um, and the featherweight division as well. I'm pretty sure is that I forget what the two belts she holds are. But anyway, Nunes had fucked everyone up in the division, and the way that that fight was promoted 
even though Nunes was the champion, it was all about Rousey and Rousey being back. And apparently Rousey got, you know, millions of dollars for it. And Nunes got, you know, piss all for it, like guaranteed money. Um, and then within like 40 seconds, Nunez just knocked the absolute crap out of her. Just just bopped her around. Well, I mean, if you're not getting paid very well, you may as well make it a short fight. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that'll be the same thing with uh, McGregor when he comes back, if like if he's done now. And how, do you, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Jair? Jair. Jair? Jair! Jair Rodriguez. Yeah, that was a good fight. I'm watching. Um, we're watching some highlights of him and now. And what weight? What the fuck weight class is McGregor coming back in? Because he's a beefy boy. Like, is he trying to get into fucking middleweight or something? Like, everyone's saying that he's on roids because he looks too fucking big, too fucking big to be a lightweight or a featherweight. Yeah, that is pretty big. Yo. Yeah. That is actually pretty insane. Is that him at the end there? Yeah, same tats. But that's not his face. Oh, he's just got a fat face now. Unless it's just a guy who looks exactly like him in his body. He got the some of these. Some tats. of these look real. I think we're getting some photoshops in here. We're being disinformation, people. Nah, look at him. Yeah, he's beefy. Yeah, so you were saying people are saying that he's on roids now? Yeah, just because of how fucking big he is. I don't think he looks so big that he's on roids. He's just bigger than he's been. Like, right. I would say that arguably he cuts to a... I mean, who's to say it's an unhealthy weight, but, you know, below... Oh, it for sure is. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe the body weight... Like, go- at- Google Conor McGregor weight cut, and there are some photos of him, I think, for like a 145 cut where he just looks emaciated. His beard is coming through all thin. Like, he looks fucking unhealthy. This one? Uh, Maybe. Oh, that one. Yeah, That's look at him. some sick separation, bro. Good for you. But also, not good for you. Extremely bad for you. Yeah, he looks insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the size that he's at now is like perfectly reasonable for a like rich person who can afford to eat the right things and do the right things and everything like that. Yeah. How rich do you need to be to have, um, look, look, at he looks like a peasant from a movie. Yeah. Like his, yeah, his beard's all this fucked up. This is some like machinist shit here. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It looks bad. Looks good here though. He's filled out. Nice. Good golly. Yeah, I, w- I watched a thing on, um, like, eating disorders in UFC. Like, uh, Paddy the Batty does, has, like... He binge and purge. Yeah, he's a big binge and purge kind of guy. Like, he'll just be super, 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 super strict because you have to be in order to weight cut. And then, like, the day after, he's... He just blows out. Yeah. And that's not good, as I understand it. Yeah. Um, for anything, any part of your body, that's not good to do. It's not good to get down that lean. It's not good to fight. Getting punched. <laughs> yeah, getting getting kicked in the head. For that's a, what we're really here to talk about, guys. Yeah. Fighting, it's not okay. Fighting is a health hazard. Yeah. Uh, these are not good role models for health. They shouldn't be on any magazine covers. Uh, this is bad for people's body image. Where's the... What's that Republican's name? Fucking... Who was it that didn't like the UFC? No idea. John McCain. Oh. Yeah, John McCain was right, folks. Okay. Fighting's bad. Human cockfights, he called him. 
I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. It could be worse, though. Could be like Letway, where you have to, where you can headbutt people. Yeah, like, like the old Valley Tudo stuff, man. The... That shit. When you when you showed me that, it's like one thirty minute fight with no breaks, and people <laughs> are he- like laying on top of each other and just headbutting, just yeah. dropping your entire body weight through your neck into this person's nose. Crazy. Yeah, very and cool. Let, Letway, Brazil, is, man. What will they think of next? Letway is even more fucking crazy. Um, I've told you about this one before. It's basically it's. It's Muay Thai uh, or like MMA adjacent, but if you get knocked out, you can come back and keep fighting. So like Ooh. they give you a three minute break to basically wake up and then keep fighting if you want. Yeah, that's fucked. You only get one of them, but that's yeah, that's that's how that works. So pretty sick. Good old Malaysia. I'm pretty sure that's where it's from. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, do we have anything else to say on that fight or those fights or UFC in general? Let me... Um, I can't even spell it. Who cares? Uh, on this fight, not not particularly. Like, um, Anything you're looking forward to? That is a good question, yeah. No, there's, I- a, there's a few things coming up. There's a main car that has um, Andrage... Uh, I don't. I think it's just about. I don't think it's for a belt or anything. But she's pretty cool. I'm always keen to see her. I want to see fucking Yan Shanann do something. Oh yeah, she's probably my favorite because she's the first proper fight that I watched, and it was amazing. It was. It was a great fight. I rewatched that not long ago. Who's that up against? Uh, Mackenzie Dern. So they're both strawweights, I believe. Yeah, and it was ridiculous. I don't know how. How it ended the way that it did, but it was crazy. Just, like, kept almost getting put into an armbar and somehow, no, I'm just going to pull my arm yeah, out. Yeah, because Mackenzie Dirton is is slick on the ground, man. So, looking forward to the Andrade one. Looking forward to the heavyweight title shot one that's coming up soon. I like, um... I wanna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow more of these Australian fighters. Like, Jimmy Crute was cool. Yeah, he was. Um, that was a cool fight. Ended in a draw though, which is like I that's I'd never seen a draw before. I'd seen people that had draws on their record, and I was like, huh. But I've never that was the first draw that I'd witnessed. Here's the thing: I feel like for as, um, as like harmful to your health as MMA or any sort of combat sport of this nature is, like having rounds, particularly like. Uh, or going to decision in the final round, I think it's silly. Just let somebody lose. At least let the last round play out. Yeah, let the last... Go into overtime. Because if the ref, is got, like, the ref can call it when they think the person is, is too fucked to fight, like, yeah. they can still do that. Yeah. I don't see any reason why... I didn't see any reason why Jimmy Crute and uh, Alon- Alonzo Manyfield needed to end in a tie. That's crazy. Yeah. Because, like, how does that work? Could you do that for... Who like, gets a cha- paid? Could you do that for a champion? No. Like, that doesn't work. That doesn't make any sense. And what does it do to their rankings and stuff like that? I Because I can't understand it. It must be bad. You know what I want to see. I want to see Oliveira come back. And I don't know if he'll get a rematch shot with Markachev right off rip because he was a former champ, or if he'll have to work his way through the rankings a little bit to get back up there. Um, I want to see Nunes always. 
people were talking about apparently Aldana as being a potential shot for her, but I've been watching Aldana's fights and she's great, but like she can't beat, she couldn't beat Holly Holm. I think she couldn't beat Raquel Pennington. People that Nunez has beaten, basically, Aldana has not managed to beat all of them. And so it's a bit of a question mark as to like, whether or not she's even at that level. Pena wants a third. She wants a third with um with Nunez because it was Nunez versus Pena. Pena won. They did the ultimate fighter where they were coaches. They had their beef. Then they had another fight after that. And Nunez won her belt back. And so now they're one apiece. Mm. And Pena is arguing, you don't leave it one apiece. Where's the third? Yeah, you got to settle it. Best of three. Yeah, and I there's, and there's um, precedent for that in the UFC. There's been pr- plenty of trilogies, as they call them. Um, so Pena wants that, and Nunez is saying, no, 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 a couple of people need to fight each other before they can step to me sort of thing. So I don't know. All politics... Don't super care about that. Just want to see Nunez fight and fuck shit up uh, as she does. But, you know, it'll happen when it happens. I follow her on Instagram. I watch her weird and wacky workouts. I don't know what they're doing up there in Brazil, but, you know. The fuck is Nathan Diaz on Twitter saying, yeah, right, Islam got his ass whooped. Were you watching the same fight, idiot? Seven minutes of control. Islam got his ass whooped is crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy take. It's just code, even, bro. Even if you think that Volk won, that's a crazy take. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I won. <laughs> I won the fight. How about that? It's just like, it's it was so disappointing. That's really the main thing is that I like, wasn't disappointed. I mean, I'm dis- I want the Aussie to win. It's one of those things, but... It's disappointing. And I want the person who... I, I hold a grudge because of how Islam beat my boy Oliveira. But I'm not disappointed in anyone's performance. No, I'm not disappointed in the performance. I'm just disappointed in the outcome. Like, yeah. you want Volk to win because yeah. he's like, he's the underdog. He's Australian. He's like, it's this crazy story of him being like uh, in a lower weight category, dominating. Yeah, untouch- pa- untouchable. Yeah, pound for pound, best fighter. And then going upper weight category just to demonstrate how dominant he is. And then because he doesn't need to do that, he could rest at number one. Yeah, he could have rested on his laurels, but no, he wanted to take a step further. And it's just disappointing that it ended the way it did. And I think, like, part of it is me. Like, I don't know how fair of an assessment this is, but like, it. I am slightly disappointed that it was. It. It kind of felt like he wasn't taking it as seriously because there are multiple instances yeah. where he was just sort of hanging out and like showboating for the cameras, and it's like you're a striker who lost on striking. How does that yeah. work? Yeah, I agree. I don't like. Like I said, where was that end of round four energy? For a lot of this fight, mm. um, it I was under- a great finish. It I just wasn't worth it. Respecting Markachev and trying to keep your distance and take shots around, and you know, also nobody likes Russia. Oh yeah, pl- there's plenty of comments being like, anyone who's upset that Islam won is Islamophobic slash doesn't like Russia. <laughs> is he Muslim? I mean, he's got the beard with no mustache combo. Maybe. I think he is. It'd be crazy if he wasn't. That like, is that is a great look to have if you're like not. Imagine naming your kid Islam, but yeah. you're not a Muslim family. Yeah, no, nah. 
Like I just like the name. It's a cool name. I like it. On the other hand, you can name your kid Israel without being Jewish. Yeah. Israel's also a cool name, but you know, due to things <laughs> due to facts, I would not name my child that. Um but just as a name it's cool. Anyway, fighting. It's great. Yeah. This shit rocks, man. I'm enjoying it. Would you ever want to fight? Like you're doing Muay Thai, would you ever want to compete? Yeah, I will. Even like at amateur level? Yeah, yeah, I will. I'm, I I, mean, look, I'm 30 now. I'm not going to be a pro fighter. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, of course, because it's it's goals. Like, I I enjoy it. I enjoy training. I enjoy watching this shit. Um, I think I would enjoy giving it a go. Um, for me right now, so I'm still in the beginner's class, which is pretty fucking hard. He still works us pretty hard. But I'm <laughs> in the beginner class. So the next goal is to get to the intermediate advanced class at my gym. And I want to do, and they're back to back. So I would come in and do beginner and then do, like I would do both classes. So that is my goal. And then once I've been in there for a bit, then it's, yeah, start competing, do some amateur shit. Like, why the fuck not? I I don't super want to get hit in the head because I've already probably damaged my brain enough. But Yeah, I would never do any kind of like striking sport uh, as like as a competitor just because I, I would not want to get my head kicked in. Yeah. It's against yeah, my, it, do, it, it does goes worry against me. my principles. It does worry me. And I'm not, not to be like a fucking tough guy, but like it's not the getting hurt part in the short term that worries me. Mm. It's, yeah, will I like... It's having Parkinson's. Yeah, will I fuck my brain up? <laughs> you know, for lols, basically. The the club that I go to, I go to the to two beginners classes just because those are the ones that I can make it to at the moment. But a lot of people will do the either the advanced or the regular one, and then right after do beginners. So like, there's BJJ advanced, and then some of those people will hang back for the beginners. Which I guess if you're at that level, uh, hanging it's just a cool down. Yes, yeah, it's, just, it's just a fucking warm down for for those people. But like, yeah, once my um, I have been to like the regular class a few times, and it is a much different energy. Uh, I just, it's mostly about time for me. I feel like I'm ready for it. It's just like scheduling. Yeah. I got to ask my teacher, like, tell me honestly, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Uh, like how, how far off am I from being, cause I don't want to, the thing is, I don't mind if I go in there and get my ass kicked around. Cause they like do really fast paced drills and they get in the ring and they like spar, like contact relatively full contact. Um, not crazy. But I, I'm not worried about like getting my ass kicked. I'm more worried about being a pain in the ass because like I'm bringing back the pace of the class right. by being too slow or like not technical enough or whatever. So I've got to I've got to find out sort of how far off I am before I go in there. And do you feel like you're learning fast? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like that'll be that's a thing, like. When you're when you're first starting out, you're always going to be like that one dude until you're there long enough that you see somebody else new come in, and then they're the guy. Well, I'm only after only a few weeks. I'm not that one dude in the beginner class anymore. And there's Sick. people in the beginner class that have been doing it for a long time, apparently, and they're still just in that class. Which some people know. do it for fitness. Yeah, I mean, and it is it is great for that. So uh, I'm not sort of like is questioning there... anyone else's like you know whatever they get out of it but there's people in that class that have been doing it for a long time and I'm pretty quickly becoming amongst amongst them I think 
I'm at the point now where people like the, I know some of the regulars that are in my class, and they'll come up and fist bump me at the at the beginning of class, nice. which is which is a nice moment. I'm yeah. no longer a stranger. Yeah, you gotta have the fist bump. Yeah, I'm still bad with names, though. I barely know anybody. Oh god, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have to reintroduce myself if we get when we pair up. If I can't remember, but like, so what was your name again? Sorry. Okay, let's do the curb your enthusiasm bit. Well, I forgot what that was. Uh, oh, right, yeah. yeah. All right. And still, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Islam Makachev. <laughs> On you, Volk. Show some respect, Perth. Yeah, come on, Perth. Put like, put some respect on his name. The champion has a name, and his name is Islam. Yeah, Australia just got dominated by Islam. How is that? I almost forgot the weight category. Now, nah, yeah, you did good. <laughs> your your Bruce Buffer goes very Australian on the vowels. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I'm I'm not trying to do an impression. I'm I'm hitting oh, the I'm hitting the uh, the marks, but you know. But you know. Do you think that he'll pass down its time to his protege when Ooh, he retires, yeah. or will he retire the its time? Because he owns it. Yeah, I know. That's my point. It's like it's not the UFC. That I thought it was car- the UFC. But can he get I... somebody to carry the torch? I mean, what he could do when he retires is license it out and be making money from it. Oh, no, yeah, that's for sure what he's going to do. Mm. I can't even imagine. he seems pretty, very business savvy, because other than doing that for himself, his half-brother is the let's get ready to rumble guy. Yeah, I can't imagine a scenario where he doesn't license that out to people and, and gets a royalty. And he, he helped it. his brother when, when they met in their 20s or whatever, bec- like... You know, do all the business shit around making that his and having licensing and merch and all that kind of stuff. That so, w- so like with the, was with let's get ready to rumble. Was that just the honor system? Nobody else was using that. I don't know. I guess back in the day he, when men respected each other. Yeah, I guess so. Because apparently Bruce is the one that came in and helped him make it all legit. Hey, don't Bruce was like don't a say business my thing, guy. See, yeah, that's my catchphrase. See, I don't know. Where he's from. <laughs> what, <laughs> me neither. What decade? It feels old. It yeah. feels black and white to me. Yeah. Back before there was color. Before they were allowed to have color. Anyway, <laughs> color in boxing. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's a little bonus app, the, the fight wrap-up. Bonus app. Yeah. Not quite fight companion, but we'll work on it. Nice. We can do a fight companion. Yeah, we can do thing. our own fight companion. I want to do fight companion for medieval fighting. That's going to be sick. Have you seen that? No. Oh, that shit rocks, it's dude. Like some Ren Fair shit. Yeah, I'm going to pull that shit up uh, the next time that we record because it's awesome. But like, I've started following a bunch of medieval fighting people, so it's not like like they they're in full body armor and they're using real weapons. Like they're blunt, but they're like actual axes that they're hitting people in the head with. <laughs> that shit is dope. People are, and they're doing like MMA moves in armor as well. So like, there's one guy doing like spinning back kicks and shit. Awesome. 
So we'll do fight companions for medieval fighting. Fuck yeah, why not? Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Okie dokie. That's APFM podcast for men. Thank you for joining us.